Kid City friends, Miss Amy here, and thank you so much for tuning in to another week of Mad Props. And we are calling this series Mad Props because in this bag right here are four things that I get to use in today's lesson, and I have no idea what they are. They could be totally crazy, totally wacky, I'm not sure. My friend, Miss Sam from the Kid City office, she picked them out. So hopefully they work in today's story. We'll have to see. So today's lesson, we are going to learn all about God's power in action. So I have a question for you. What is the most powerful thing in the world? Let's think about that. Hmm. Now, whatever you thought of, I bet you didn't think about God's power, right? God has more power in his pinky than all the things that you could think of combined. Isn't that amazing? God's power is the most amazing thing, I think, in the entire world. So. We are gonna find out how Moses used God's power in our story today. So let me reach in to my bag and see the first thing I'm gonna grab. Okay, so here is our first prop. Oh, that's so cute. All right, so Moses and Aaron, we've been talking about them. They are in Egypt and they ask the Pharaoh to meet them down at the river Nile. And so Moses yells to him, like, like I'm going to use this like a megaphone. He says, you have refused to let God's people go. So now God will show you his power. So he takes his staff and he breaks it down into the Nile River. And the Nile River turns to blood. And all of the fish swimming in the Nile River are now dead and float up to the top. And the Pharaoh's like, Mm, that's no big deal. So now they take the staff and actually the blood is so gross that the Egyptians try to drink it. <clears throat> Ugh, it's gross. But the Pharaoh's like, not a big deal. So let's see what they do next. Let's see here. Ooh, what's this? A tennis shoe. This is an interesting prop. Okay, so then they hold their staff over the river one more time and frogs leap out of the river and not just a few frogs, enough frogs to cover all the land and the frogs are jumping all over the place. They are covering everywhere they go. And again, Pharaoh's like, mm, not a big deal. He doesn't seem to think that this is worth letting his slaves go. So then he... Um, Aaron takes the staff one more time and he strikes the ground and now guess what shows up? A bunch of gnats. So imagine that this is tiny and they're flying all over the place like in the summertime. You guys remember what gnats are like? And they're buzzing all over the place and Pharaoh still doesn't seem to be too impressed. So now there's flies on top of the gnats flying all over and they can't seem to... And so finally Pharaoh says, okay, okay. I've had enough, Make you can go ahead and let, um, let the people go. So God lets all of the bugs fall to the ground and they're dead. Well, once that happens, Pharaoh's heart is hardened yet again and he says, no, you cannot let the, uh, the Israelites go. So now they're back to it again. So Moses and Aaron, oh. <laughs> so Moses and Aaron, um, strike the ground one more time and this time all of the Egyptians livestock so all of their cows and donkeys and camels and sheep all of the Egyptians livestock is now dead the Israelites livestock is fine because that's God's people but all the Egyptians livestock is now dead like this and 
uh, Pharaoh still says, nope, I'm not going to let your people go. So next thing that happens, to God's power, is there are boils on their skin. So like big open sores and, oh, ouch. And Pharaoh still says, no to this. So finally, Aaron lifts his staff, so now pretend that this is a staff, and he holds it up to the sky. And this part, boys and girls, I've recently watched the movie Thor, and it kind of reminds me of what Thor would have done. So if you guys have seen that movie, imagine that. But imagine thunder and lightning and hail even more, right? Covers the whole area of where the Egyptians are. And it is the most awful storm that they have ever experienced. And finally, Pharaoh says, okay, make it stop, make it stop. And all of it stops. But then his heart is hardened again. And he still says, no, I will not let your people go. So one last thing. Oh, where is it? Oh, my last prop. Okay. So now they hold up their staff and the winds cover Egypt for an entire day. And then the next morning, you know what happens? There are now things called locusts. And locusts is like a grasshopper. Have you guys ever seen a grasshopper? They're hopping all over the place. And again, they cover it just like how the frogs have covered everywhere. Now the locusts are. And whatever's left of the plants and, and uh, things that are growing, they gobble it all up. So now there's nothing living, all the livestock's dead, and they're locust covering everywhere. And still, Pharaoh says no. So now, God makes everything dark. They covered up in darkness. Close your eyes. For three whole days, the Egyptians can't see anything. There's still light where the Israelites are living, but wherever there are Egyptians living, it is complete and utter darkness for three whole days. And finally, Pharaoh says, okay, I will let them go. But... I want to keep all of your livestock because all of mine is dead. I want to keep all of your cows and camels and sheep. And Moses says, no, if we go, we take our livestock with us. So Pharaoh got so mad and he said, I don't ever want to see you again. And we'll find out what happens next week. There's one more plague that happens. All of these really awful, terrible things that happened to the Egyptians are called plagues. They happened and they were really, really bad, right? We're going to find out there's one that's even worse next week. So through all of this, Moses and Aaron are demonstrating through God, God's power, right? God is using them to show his power to Pharaoh to say that I'm the most powerful. He's trying to kind of teach Pharaoh that he's not. So how can we think about that in today, right? What can we do for us to use God's power? I'm going to tell you guys something. We can plug into God's power. How can we do that? We can do that by praying to God. We can do that by reading our Bible and putting God's word into our heart. That's how we can tap into God's power. Isn't that amazing? We have access to it too, just like Moses and Aaron. So that brings us to today's Bible verse. It is on your screen now. It says this, Lord and King, you have reached out your great and powerful, powerful arm. You have made the heavens and earth. Nothing is too hard for you. Jeremiah 32, 17. It's true. God's power can do anything. 
Think about it. God's power created everything on this earth, and he wants his people to be free, right? As long as we can tap into that. If you have a relationship with God, you have access to that power too. I think that's so amazing. So that brings us to our today's discussion questions. They're on your screen now. So for my kindergarten and first graders, in what ways were you able to see God's power in this story? And if you were Moses, how would you have felt when God sent all of those plagues and why? For my second and third graders, what do you think this story teaches us about God? And if you guys notice, there's a couple times I mentioned this. So in the Bible, it says it was God who made Pharaoh's heart stubborn so that he wouldn't let the Israelites go. And why do you think he did this? There is a Bible in your room in the bucket. If you're in Kid City or if you're at home, grab your Bible and look up Romans 9, 17 through 18 to see the answer for that. All right, you guys, we still have two more weeks of mad props to continue on this amazing story of Moses. So join us next week and find out what that last plague was that God sent to set his people free. All right, you guys, have an amazing week, and I will see you next time.